Lord to come to us and help us. And uh, we're certainly uh, glad to see you in the house of the Lord. And uh, good to see Brother Arnold, Sister Ruth, and Brother Garmin, Lester. Amen. Grady Cole and your family, so good to see you all. Amen. Sure. Appreciate every one of you being here tonight. Turn with us to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. Chapter 12, Isaiah 12, and read a couple of verses of scripture there, Isaiah 12, verse 2, Behold, God is my salvation, I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you tonight about my God's wells of salvation. And I want you to know there is an inexhaustible supply. Amen. An inexhaustible supply. I'll never forget several years ago we went out to visit Brother Charles Barnett and he lived there in Thayer, Missouri. And, uh, but uh, across uh, the line, the state line comes through there is a place called Mammoth Springs, Arkansas. And uh, uh, Mammoth Springs is the world's seventh largest uh, natural spring in all of the world. And uh, it's got a 10-acre spring pool there. And that water averages flowing 322 cubic feet per second. Now, that's a good-sized stream of water. Amen. 322 cubic feet per second coming out of there. And it, it uh, becomes the spring river. And the water's at 58 degrees, the ambient temperature of the earth. And it, uh, they say part of that water comes all the way from Canada. And that's underground river stream uh, through that karst topography comes out there. And uh, my, my, it's amazing. Brother Barnett said they tried to get divers to be able to get down in there and see where it come from. They couldn't, they can't get down in there. It's coming out with such force. It's just, uh, I don't care what you put on them to try to push them down. It's a, washing them back out faster than they can get down. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I read the funniest story. Uh, uh, this group of people, they weren't missionaries. They were just uh, uh, people that were there uh, in Africa trying to, uh, to help those people in Africa. And, uh, and so uh, 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 this, this guy was the group leader. And uh, they were from all over the world, and and uh, and uh, some of them got to complaining about the water uh, was stinking, and uh, and he said I, I noticed that it really got bad because when I brushed my teeth that morning it stunk horrible, and he said we're gonna go have to check this out and see what it is, and uh, and so uh, they had a hand dug well, and the water surface come up about about. Uh, it was down 30 feet below ground there. And they took the old tin off of there. 
And he said, uh, they, best they could see, they could tell there was something floating in the water. And so they got buckets and they started dipping out. And there's all types of uh, rotten vegetables, remains of vegetables, all kinds of stuff. And they said, how in the world did this happen? And there was an older man <laughs> there from one of the foreign countries he couldn't understand. And, uh, and he, thought it, he thought it was the compost bin. And every day when they prepared their vegetables, he was taking the refuse and throwing it down in the well. And then he said, we, we, we kept on a digging around there and got buckets and pulling that stuff out. And, uh, and he said, I said, I see something moving. And, uh, and so they kept working there, and there was two big jungle rats down in there. <laughs> one of them was dead, and one of them was still alive. And he said, I thought, how can I tell these people that they took a shower in this water today? And I brushed my teeth in that. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, therefore, with joy you shall draw water out of the wells of salvation. I want to tell you something. It's pure water. It's clean water. It's clear water. Hallelujah. And it only comes from Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I, I love his word. But I want you to get this. Behold, God is my salvation. Notice that possessive my. He's not just your salvation. He is my personal Savior. God is my salvation. And because He is my salvation, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation aren't you glad tonight that he is your salvation amen my lord i, I want you to the bible uh, is the greatest literature book in the world do you understand that it's the most eloquent writing in the world and the bible this it's his god's eternal word is very exact very eloquent, very beautiful. But sometimes we get lost in the meaning in all of its, its, uh, its flowery eloquence of the words. You understand? And so, uh, but like uh, the, uh, Isaiah 40 and verse 8, I want you to look, but I don't want you to read everything yet. I want you to get this. The word of our God shall stand forever. Can you say that? The word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. My Lord, when we get, we get so busy and trying to figure out everything, but I want you to know the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, thou that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities, Behold your God. Oh, I want you tonight, I want you to look at your God. And I want you to look at your Savior. I want you to look at the salvation that He offers to you and I tonight. The Bible said, Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and His arm shall rule for Him. Behold, His reward is with Him, and His work before Him. He shall feed His flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs into His arm, and carry them in His bosom. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things. He is strong in power, and not 
one faileth. I want you to know tonight there is nothing of the promises of the word of God has ever failed nor ever will fail. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard the everlasting God? Amen. The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I want you to understand God is my salvation. God is my strength. He is my song. And He has become my salvation. And that's why we get to draw water out of the wells of salvation. And it's not drudgery. But you get to draw with joy. With joy you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Listen. Psalm 62 and 1 said, Truly my soul waiteth Upon God. Notice there. He said I will trust. I'll not be afraid. He's my strength. He's my song. Amen. And he said truly my soul waiteth upon God. From him cometh my salvation. Oh man. He only is my rock. And my salvation. He is my defense. I will not be greatly moved. Now get this. He said he's. I'm waiting on God. My salvation comes from him. He's my rock. He's my defense. He's my salvation. And he'll not be greatly moved. My soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. Then verse 6 he said, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. And then he, he backs up here in verse 6 and he said, In verse 2 he said, I shall not be greatly moved. In verse 6 he said, I shall not be moved. <laughs> Glory. Oh, you hear me? Amen. We, well, I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation, my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. I want you to notice in Psalm 62, verse 7 there, if you've got your Bible and look at it, notice that at the verse 7 says, it starts out with a prepositional phrase, in God. And you know what it ends with? A prepositional phrase, in God. Oh, glory. Do you get this? Do you understand this? In God, it begins with, and it begins with in God. And then in between is, there is the sandwich. There is the meat. Oh, are you listening? They used to teach us, when you talk to children, amen, you put the bread on the outside, put the meat in the middle, and then the bread over on the other side. It's called sandwich psychology. Amen. You give them the bread, and then you lay the meat on them, and then you give them some more bread. Amen. And that keeps, uh, you, you give it to them in bites there that they can receive. And in God is my salvation. In God is my glory. In God is the rock of my strength. In God is my refuge. You got four pieces of great meat there in between God. Amen. Oh, thanks be to God. Amen. Trust in Him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. And then He makes this statement in verse 11. Power belongeth unto God. Glory to God. Can you say amen? 
Power belongeth unto God. Verse 12, also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy. He's got the power, but I want you to know what else he's got. He has the mercy. Oh, aren't you glad of that tonight, Brother Austin? He's got the power, but he also has the mercy for us. Amen. I want you to get in Exodus chapter 15, verse 1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Verse 2, the Lord is my strength. Notice again, he's my strength and song. He is become my salvation. He is my God. I will prepare him in habitation. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. Woo! The Lord is his name. Hallelujah. Oh, Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains, what happened to them? They're all drowned. I want you to know God is our salvation. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than the high. The Lord is the one who is able. He is able to keep us. He is able to direct us and shield us. The Lord is my strength and song. Moses, what do you we're gonna sing tonight? Yeah, we're gonna sing this song. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God. And I'm going to prepare him an habitation. Are you ready to prepare an habitation for him? Oh yes. Oh yes. Amen. You know, it's wonderful to know that. When we are facing Pharaoh's army and we've got the sea behind us and we've got nothing but mountains to the north and south of us, there's no way out and God makes a way through. Hallelujah. God makes a way through the wilderness and through the water and we are delivered. Oh, hallelujah. Aren't we glad tonight? And so there, Pharaoh and his armies, they were drowned. And Moses was glad to sing the song of salvation and deliverance because of what the Lord had done for him. Yes, Micah said, Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Are you hearing I'm talking, I'm talking about my God's wells of salvation. He is my strength. He's my song. And he said, therefore will I look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Ooh. Amen. I told you a little bit of brother's testimony there. And for your benefit, they weren't here Thursday night. But as brother Brent Moore was driving by the community college, Amen. He had a vision. He saw a man coming off the rostrum of a place he'd never been. And there he said, the Lord said, tell him, I see him and I know him. Amen. Oh, glory. Amen. And he got over there and he walked in at Buckeye Church and there was the man, there was the place that he had never been before and he recognized it immediately as a place he'd never been and then he saw the drummer get up off the drums and walk across the rostrum and he saw the man that he said I tell him 
I see you and I know you. Oh, and uh, all of the process of all of the things his wife was expecting and the baby was deformed and they said it couldn't live. Amen. And Brother Joey Holden came and took his text and preached and I'm cutting out a whole lot there detail but I want to get you this. Amen. And, uh, and when Brother Joey got through preaching and they were praying uh, for uh, Sister Olinger and the Holy Ghost spoke uh, through his wife and tongues. Uh, and Brother Holden gave the interpretation. After they had prayed for 21 days about the need for that child, the, Bible, the Holy Ghost spoke and said, I see you, I know you, and I've heard your prayer. Amen. I want you to know, uh, I want you to understand, we have a personal Savior. We have a personal relationship. The Lord is my strength. He he is my song and He is my salvation. I want you to know, oh, I will wait on the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Rejoice not against me, oh, mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. He will bring me forth through the light and I shall behold His righteousness. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Aren't you glad tonight that we can behold His righteousness and He is the God of our salvation. Amen. In Acts chapter 4, the Bible said, in verse 10, Be it known unto you all that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this is a stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. I want us to recognize tonight, there is salvation in none other than Jesus Christ. Oh, I've had people tell me because of the the organization that they belong to, the society that they belong to, that they're going to go to heaven. No, you're not. Not because of any organization of any men. Any society that you belong to. Come on now. There is only one way to heaven, and it's through Jesus Christ. Amen. There are not multiple ways. You're not going to go because Muhammad said you can go. You'll go because Jesus Christ said you can go. Hallelujah. Oh, Confucius say this and Confucius say that. Confucius say a lot of things, but Confucius cannot save you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what Abraham Lincoln did during the Civil War? There were so many men that were dying in the war. He said, you know what I want to do? Amen. He said, I want to take one soldier that has been killed in the war. And I want to put on his, something special on his tombstone. Amen. And, uh, and he had inscribed on that tombstone, Abraham Lincoln's substitute. Hallelujah. And I want you to know, amen, Jesus Christ is our substitute. Hallelujah. He died for us. Amen. This is the stone. Amen. That the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the world crucified him. Amen. And, uh, and we're not going to get on that anti-Semitism 
bandwagon because the Jews were part of it and the Romans were part of it but the biggest thing that caused Jesus Christ to be crucified is your and my sins is what caused him and you crucified him and God raised him from the dead but this stone which is said in all of you builders has become the head of the corner hallelujah and there's salvation in no other name no none other name under heaven whereby we must be saved but at the name of Jesus and so Lincoln had in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania he had this uh, there it bears the date and the of birth and the death of this man uh, and it says Abraham Lincoln substitute this man died for me he is the symbol he is the substitute uh, for the cause that he gave his life that I can live and I want you to know Jesus Christ gave his life so that you and I can live also Oh, yes, 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 the Bible said. Let's go to the book of Habakkuk. Maybe I can make a little more sense to you. Habakkuk has only three chapters. It's one of the minor prophets. And in chapter number one, Habakkuk cries unto the Lord. We've got a, we've got a critical situation in our people. And then, then in chapter two, he writes the vision that God has given him. But in Habakkuk 3, he records for all posterity and all history his prayer for mercy. And this is what he said in chapter 3, verse 2. O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years make known. In wrath, remember mercy. God, we have sinned. Our people have sinned. We're scattered all over the world. But, oh, God, in wrath, would you remember mercy? Lord, our children, so many of our children here in this community, they're lost and they're scattered. Lord, would you in wrath remember mercy? Oh, God. And he said in verse 3, his glory covers the heavens. In verse 4, his brightness was as the light. And he has horns coming out of his hand. What does that mean? There is light and power and strength and victory in his hands. Oh, in verse 4, 5, burning coals went forth at his feet. The Bible said in verse 6, he stood and measured the earth. He drove asunder the nations and the everlasting mountains are scattered. The perpetual hills did bow. His ways are everlasting. Oh, God. Amen. The Bible said in verse 10, the mountains saw God and they fled and they trembled. In verse 13, thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for salvation with thine anointed. Thou woundest the head of the house of the wicked. I want you to know, there he begins to picture, amen, an awesome God. He's marching. The mountains are trembling. Burning coals are at his feet. There's power and there's there's horns coming out of his hands there's glory but he's marching you know what he's doing for the salvation of his people even for salvation with thine anointed thou woundest the head of the house of the wicked thou didst walk through the sea with thine horses what? what's he seeing? he's seeing God coming he's marching he's coming you know what he's coming to do? he's coming to bring salvation and help for you that are desperately needing help tonight he's walking through the sea with his horses ah, amen you remember they thought it was a ghost well, what did they see? Jesus came walking on the sea. 
Glory to God. Are you listening? Though, through the heap of great waters, I trembled in myself I, that I might rest in the day of trouble. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Oh, I want you to understand what Habakkuk is seeing here in that third uh, chapter is that all the forces of heaven are risen up for our help and for our salvation I want you to understand that tonight that God, amen the mountains are trembling, there's coals of fire, but God is marching and then when he comes to the sea and the rivers, he just walks right through them, and what is he doing he's coming to bring our salvation, oh thanks be to God amen you know there was uh, many years ago, Pliny tells the historian, Pliny tells that they were going to set an oblesque. And uh, this oblesque was 99 feet tall and was going to be very dangerous. There was 20,000 workmen that had ropes and they were going to pull this up and stand this thing up. Amen. And the chief engineer... And the king said, this is going to be very dangerous. Thousands of men could possibly die if we make a mistake doing this, raising up this oblesque. 20,000 men are working to raise it up. But you know what the king required of the chief engineer? Amen. He required him to tie his son on the tip of the oblesque. Oh, there, that engineer, the chief engineer, had to use all of his skill and all of his ability to raise that thing up without any harm coming to anybody. Amen. But I want you to know also the heart of that engineer was, oh God, if I fail, my son will die. And I want you to know God has an eternal plan and he come marching. Notice how you need to read and look at those things there. Amen. His, his, his glory covered the heavens. His brightness was as light. He had horns coming out of his hand. Burning coal went forth at his feet he stood he drove the nations asunder amen the perpetual hills did bow the mountains are scattered amen oh the mountains are trembling what is it God went forth for the salvation of his people and I want you to understand tonight that all the resources of heaven are available tonight to come to your rescue Amen. And when they raised the cross of Jesus Christ, they nailed him. And when they raised the cross of Jesus Christ, amen, I want you to understand that the eternal Father, oh, under his wings are safety and shelter. Under his eternal wings, there was a way fixed for us to be saved. Oh, hallelujah. Isaiah. Amen. The Bible said in Isaiah 63, he asked two questions to begin the 63rd chapter, but he only gives one answer to the two questions. Amen. He said in verse 1, Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? Who is this that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength? I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Oh, did you hear? Jesus is the one answer Amen He began Who is this That's coming from Edom He's got dyed garments Who is this That's glorious in the power Traveling in the greatness of his strength
with. I want you to get this tonight. There, and he said, Ah, God said, Ah, that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Amen. And he asked a question again. Why is your clothing red? Why are your garments like one who treads the winepress? The answer, I have trodden the winepress alone. There was none with me. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He didn't have to have me to help. You can't help. And don't you act like that you can save somebody. You can't do it and I can't do it. Amen. Are you hearing me? The year my redeemed has come. I looked and there was none to help. There was none to uphold. Oh, therefore mine own arm brought salvation unto me. For he said, surely thou art my people. So he was their Savior. Glory. In all their affliction he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them and he bared them and he carried them. Oh, I want you to understand. If you are heavy laden and troubled tonight, I see Jesus. He comes walking on the sea. Where is he going? He's on a mission. He's coming to redeem. He's coming to save. He's coming to pick you up. Amen. Oh, listen. Amen. What is it you see? Well, he, he's, there's somebody. He's coming from Edom. He's got dyed garments. There's blood all over. It looks like blood. It looks like somebody who's been treading the wine press. And he's traveling in the greatness of his strength. Sister Sandy, we love that song. I saw a wayworn traveler in weary garments. Amen. Hallelujah. And we begin to sing Palms of victory, crown of glory, palms of victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to get, I want you to get this. Bending in his great power. Traveling in the abundance of his power. Traveling in the greatness of his strength. Oh, amen. It looked like, it looked like there was no way. John 19, 16. I want to bring this down to this. Then delivered he him therefore unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. Oh, yeah. Amen. You say you're the son of God. You say... You can build, you can build, tire this temple down, and you'll build it again in three days. Oh, what a joke you are. Amen. And so they have arrested him. They have beaten him. They have smote him. They pulled his beard. Oh, they spat upon him. They've done all of these terrible things, and they've done that all night long. And then they bring him out, and they're getting ready, and they're leading him away. They led him away. Man, he's defeated, isn't he? And the Bible said, And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place called the place of a skull, 
which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. Amen. It sure looks like defeat to me. He's bent. He's bent over. What's he doing? They've had him up for hours. He's had no rest. They have beat him and abused him for hours. He's bent over and he's carrying his cross. Are you listening to me? He's carrying that cross. It looks like defeat for sure. But when they crucified him and two other with him on the other side, one and Jesus in the midst and Pilate wrote a title and put it on a cross and the writing was Jesus of Nazareth the king of the Jews Jesus was crucified nigh to the city as it was written in Hebrew, Greek and Latin then said the chief priest and the Jews to Pilate write not the king of the Jews but that he said I am the king of Jews oh hallelujah Pilate answered what I have written, I have written. Glory to God. I want you to know, Pilate said, I have written absolute truth in all the universal languages. I've written it in Latin. I've written it in Greek and Hebrew for the whole world to understand. And the Bible said in verse 30, when Jesus received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. Hallelujah. As, and he bowed his head. And he gave up the ghost. Amen. Oh, but you know what he said there in verse 28? Verse 28, he said, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. Oh, glory. Amen. I want you to understand. You remember how? When Samson sinned and, and there he was grinding and they had him and it looked like Samson was totally defeated and they had him grinding. All of a sudden the spirit and power of God came upon him and there was that thing and there it looked like Jesus was defeated. He's he's beaten beyond recognition he doesn't even look like a human being coming down the road there oh and he's in such agony he's been over carrying his cross but I want you to know amen he received the vinegar and he said it is finished but I want us to get some more of this Mark the 15th chapter verse 29 they that passed by railed on him wagging their heads and saying ah thou didst destroy the temple and build us it in three days save thyself and come down from the cross and the chief priests mocking him and with the scribes they were mocking him he saved others himself he cannot save let Christ the king of Israel descend now from the cross that we may see and believe and they that were crucified with him reviled him I want you to get this Jesus didn't need saving he didn't need to come down but he gave his life a ransom for our sins he loved us and died for us he died for even those evil men that were crucifying him my Lord my Lord amen the Bible said in Philippians chapter 2 being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. I want us to understand and see God is my salvation. 
I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He is become my salvation. And because of that, therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Oh, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Man, you get it all through Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? I said you get it all. He came and he humbled himself. He came as a man and he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And it wasn't for you and me, was it? Who else was it for if it wasn't for you and me? Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Listen. Oh, bless the Lord. Amen. You remember I've used this before. There was a man who had a, a very extensive art collection. Very wealthy man. Lived in a mansion. He only had one son. That boy died as a young teenager. And in his will, the father, he was so grief stricken that he didn't live but just a few months. He died also. And in his will, he asked, he said, I want my art collection to be sold. But before you sell my art collection, I want one thing to be done first. Amen. The lawyer who's over my estate, I want to sell the picture of my son first. Amen. People were there by the dozens. We're here to buy all of this exquisite art collection. Amen. Oh, and, uh, and so the executor of the state stepped out and he said, we have to, in accordance to his will, we have to do one thing before we can sell any of the pictures. Anything here that we're going to sell today, we have to sell the picture of the sun. Hey, we're mocking, laughing. We're not interested in the boy. We're interested in these Rembrandts and all of these pictures here. Amen. And so he said, we must sell this picture first. And nobody... Nobody made any bids. And finally, the old black servant who had worked there all those years, amen, he reached down in his pocket and he felt around in his pocket. He come up, he had two quarters, two dimes and a nickel, 75 cents. And he raised his hand and he said, I bid 75 cents. Amen. And the people said, sell it to him, sell it to him. No other bidders, no other bidders. 75 cents going once. That's a mighty cheap price. 75 cents twice. Come on, somebody. 75 cents. Amen. The third time, somebody, 75 cents sold to this elderly gentleman there. Amen. Come on up, sir. Amen. And he said, there will be no auction the sale is complete. What do you mean? What do you mean? Amen. We come to buy these expensive art collection that he has collected. The will states that whosoever buys the picture of the son gets the entire estate. Glory to God. I want you to understand. When Jesus Christ has come. Oh God is my salvation. And with joy you're going to draw water out of the wells of salvation. Now can you imagine this? This little old black man 
who had been the servant there, who hardly, hardly had any pay, lived in the most pitiful of conditions. Amen. Come on in now. Amen. We're going to take you up. Now you get to sleep in the master bedroom. You are the master of this place. Hallelujah. You won't be carrying uh, in the wood and working outside. There will be others carrying the wood in to you. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to understand. You won't be doing any cooking. There will be others cooking for you. I'm telling you what. I rejoice tonight that I can draw water out of the wells of salvation. There's abundance of mercy. There's abundance of grace offered to us through Jesus Christ. My goodness. My goodness. If you can picture this tonight. Amen. I'm doing a pitiful job for you to understand. Amen. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. From the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying Eli! Well, he's calling for Elias. Eli! Let me sit back tonight. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And then Jesus and he had cried again. With a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And I want you to get this. The Bible said the graves were opened. And many bodies of the saints which slept arose. And they came out of the graves. After his resurrection and went into the city and appeared unto many. Boy. Are you understanding? When Jesus lifted his voice. Oh glory. We can drink from the waters of salvation. God is my salvation. I'll trust. I'll not be afraid. He's my strength. He's my song. Amen. We don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. And when the centurion and they were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly saying, truly, this was the Son of God. My Lord, truly, this was the Son of God. Can I speak to you tonight? When you come to church, this is not just a social gathering this is not a trivial matter. These are eternal things that we're talking about. Hallelujah. And let's not have developed the attitude like those other people did at the auction. We want the valuable stuff. Amen. Oh, we want the Rembrandts. We want the Picassos. We want this. We want all of that. No. Amen. He that buys the picture of the Son gets it all. And I want to tell you what. When you get Jesus Christ, amen, when you get the suffering of Christ, you understand He has brought eternal life and salvation to you. And you get to drink from the wells of living water. You get abundance of life. You get abundance of blessings. Because 
cause of his death. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mark 15 records, there was darkness from the sixth to the ninth hour. And Jesus cried in verse 34 with a loud voice. And then the Bible said in verse 37, Jesus cried with a loud voice again and gave up the ghost. But I want you to get this, the amazing thing. He's been beaten. He's been beaten. He is bruised. He is unbelievable. He doesn't look like a human being. And now he's stretched out and hung upon a cross. And how? With all of that, all of that weight pulling down on him. And he is totally dehydrated. He has bled, bled, and bled. Hardly has any blood left in his system. And yet, he is able to cry with a loud voice. I have done it, Father. I have brought salvation to your people. I've been marching through. Glory to God. I've been marching. I have horns in my hands. What it was, it's the cross of Calvary. It's the strength and the victory of God. He said, I've come for the salvation of thy people, for the salvation of thine anointed. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. He came to suffer and die for our salvation. My Lord, amen. The Bible records in Mark and Luke and John, he cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. The Bible said in 1 Timothy chapter 2, amen, Brother Randy, get ready, come on. 1 Timothy chapter 2, God our Savior will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth for there is one God and one mediator between God and men the man Christ Jesus. And the Bible makes this statement about Jesus. Who gave himself a ransom for all. Now if it said he gave himself a ransom for the educated. If he gave himself a ransom for the white. If he gave himself a ransom for only the rich. But I'm so glad tonight Jesus Christ gave himself a ransom for all. Is there anybody here tonight that realizes that Jesus Christ gave himself a ransom for you? Amen. Would you like to lift your hands and say, he gave himself a ransom for me? Hallelujah. And because of that, I'm going to lift my other hand and say, thank you, Jesus. And I can draw from the wells of salvation the inexhaustible supply. And I want to tell you, it's not a drudgery and it's not hard on me to worship him tonight because of his grace and mercy to me. We made peace. Colossians, the first chapter, verse 20 we made peace through the blood of his cross. Colossians chapter 2 verse 14. Blot in out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Amen. You understand? You understand what I'm talking about? This, the Bible's talking here. Amen. This person... 
blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. That means this is the indictment. The grand jury has indicted you. These are the ordinances. These are the laws that you have broken. You stole. You have lied. You have cheated. All of these things are against you. They're the handwriting of ordinances that are against you. They're contrary to us. And that's why you're going to be tried. And you're going to be sentenced to prison because of that. And the Bible said he took it out of the way. And he reached and got it. And nailed all of our sins and our transgressions. He nailed them to his cross. Glory to God. Are you hearing me tonight? I don't care where you've been, what you've done. I want you to know Jesus Christ nailed your sins to the cross. He nailed my sins to the cross. And therefore, you and I can shout and rejoice and drink from the wells of salvation because Jesus Christ died for us. He gave himself a perfect sacrifice. Now we can say, God is my salvation. Oh, God is my salvation. He is my strength. He is my song. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Amen. Stand with me, please. Looking under Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him. It was not fun for Jesus. Because the Bible said he endured the cross. Despising the shame. Do you understand? They beat Jesus. And then they stripped him naked. Anybody like to be stripped naked up here in front of this congregation? No. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. But you know where he's at tonight. And when he did all of that, the next thing Hebrews 12 and 2 says, he is set down at the right hand of the Father. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God tonight. Glory. And there, all of those handwriting ordinances, all of those sins, all of those charges, all of that wickedness that is against us, Jesus took it and nailed it to his cross. He took away our sin. He took away our transgressions. Oh, praise God. Amen. Amen. In 1972, there was 150,000 people gathered at Auschwitz that great concentration camp of the Nazis in World War II. They gathered there between the barracks and the crematories. And there was a man that came that day. And they came to honor because there was a man who had a family. Amen. And the Nazis at random selected this man. We're going to kill you today. Amen. And the man stepped forward and he said, Please, sir, please, sir, I have a wife, I have children. Oh, I'm the sole provider for their care. Please, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Amen. He begged so pitiful. There was a priest that was there. And he stepped forward and he said, Sergeant, 
I have no family. I have no one. He said, will you allow me to die in his place today? So this man can go home to his wife and his children. Amen. And they allowed that priest to take his place. And 150,000 people gathered in October of 1972 to honor this man who gave his life. So, And there was the man and his wife and his children all gathered there. And they were giving honor to the man who gave his life a ransom. I want to tell you something. We are not thankful enough. I'm not thankful enough. I want you to understand there should be thousands of people giving glory and honor because Jesus Christ took our place. He died in our place. He brought salvation. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just feel like running right now. We ought to be so happy that the Lord has died for us. He gave himself the ransom for our sins. You should be in hell right now. I deserve hell right now. But his grace and his mercy is extended to you tonight. Hallelujah. When you lay your head down on your pillow, amen, every sin, everything that you've ever done, when you think about those things, when you think about those, amen, you understand Jesus died because of that. Amen. Oh, I've been thinking about my life. Amen. But I want you to understand Jesus died. And if you were the only person on the face of the earth, Brother Keith, he would have come to Calvary and died just for you. Amen. If you were the only person, Brother Jason, he would have come and died for you. Oh, you're a precious young man. I look at him. Look at him. What a precious young man he is. But Jesus come and died that you can have life, brother. Amen. He is the sacrifice. And you can draw waters, wells, living waters. Salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And because Jesus Christ died, amen, you can receive the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand the Bible said he was not yet glorified, but he's glorified, and now you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Glory. Come on, church. Let's gather around these altars tonight, and let's worship. Truly be thankful and draw from the wells of salvation tonight oh god